Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, hello, and welcome to episode 22 of Marriage Therapy Radio. I'm Zach Brittle. I'm here with Laura Heck. I want to give a big thanks for listening. And also, um, I want to thank you if you came became a patron last week. Um, we have been trying to launch our Patreon page and raise some money to keep the lights on here at Marriage Therapy Radio. And we're really grateful for those of you who have helped us encouraging to have wins at our back. And if you're, um, if you're still thinking about it, please do help because every, every penny counts. Uh, let's see. This week we're talking about pennies. Actually, we're talking about dollars and pennies. We're talking about money and the effects that it has on the relationship. I uh, I got into a little bit of a rant this week, and um, Laura talked me off the ledge. So hope you enjoy it. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks. Bye. Hey, 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 hey. Good morning. <laughs> yeah, what's up? Good morning. What are you doing right now? Well, I'm wearing my hood because you're wearing your hood. I know. What am I doing? I'm just preparing for a, a day. Yeah, I started my day off probably in some of my favorite ways. I have the, these habits, these things that I do every morning. I either listen to a podcast or I listen to an audio book. I have probably three audio books going right now. It's a little annoying because I don't really like any of them. Okay. I, I, I really don't. I'm, I've gotten close. I just, I'm at the point now where I'm ready to give up on them and I'm ready for something different. But I still it makes me feel good to have that morning time to do that. And then I had an amazing workout. I took some awkward gym photos with a girlfriend. Uh, she, she looks very good in them and I do yeah. not. Um, I went over goals with Holden. So I said, he's three and on the way to preschool, I ask him things like, you oh, know, what do you, what's your goal today? And he, he tells me every day that his goal is to sleep in his big boy bed all through the night. So you can <laughs> tell that I've been brainwashing him, but, um, but then his, his goal uh, that he said all by himself was that he was going to give lots of hugs, kisses, and high fives to all of his friends to make them feel good. And I was clearly winning as a mom right now. Did you teach him about consent? <laughs> okay. Clearly winning as a mom, failing as a human being. Got it. Okay. Thanks so much. Yeah, right on. <laughs> we haven't gotten um, to consent yet. It's all yeah. forced. Yeah. <laughs> How are you? How was your morning? 
My morning has been fantastic. I've been awake for about 25 minutes. I started my day in the way that I most like to start my day, which is I take my daughter to school and we do not talk about goals. In fact, if we talk at all, (laughs) (laughs) uh, it's usually some random story. Did I tell you this story? Like, so I did tell you this story where I'll like burp. I'll I'll burp because I'm, and then I'll blame it on her. And she'll you did not tell eye. me this story. Uh, she'll roll her eyes at me. And I'll say something like, you know, there's going to come a time when, when I'm dead and gone and your husband is going to burp and he's going to say, excuse me. And you're going to burst into tears because he, because <laughs> <laughs> it, <laughs> because you think of me and, and how I would always burp and blame it on you. And you, and then, and, <laughs> and then I go into this whole dialogue about her marriage and I said, and that's going to be the day when you're when you're in divorce court, and he they say, why are you leaving this woman? <laughs> and he's going to say, it's all because of that one day. It all started on that one day when she burst into tears and I burped. Oh man, I don't know if that story was worth retelling. I feel like it's really just funny between you and your daughter. Anybody yeah. else feel that way? No. Most most of those things are. Hey, um, but that's <laughs> me winning as a parent, failing as a human being. <laughs> <laughs> burping for your daughter um unfortunately we started a bad habit where we thought it was really funny when my when my son would fart without like a diaper or anything on and now it's he he has learned that he learned that he's very funny when he farts on you and near you and under the blankets and it's it's really just a thing now so also winning uh winning as a mom failing as a human right on right on right on (laughs) So what are we talking about today? Because uh, you Apparently, are pretty fired up. Yeah. I know. <laughs> you were all fired up about uh, couples that you were seeing and, and what was coming into your office recently. Well, you know, two things. Um, last time we were together, we talked about the emotional bank account. And I think that's a worthy conversation. And then just the other day, I had a couple come in and the entire focus of our time was about actual bank accounts. It was actually about money and about mm-hmm. how... Um, how it's a source of contention for them and their relationship. And it just made me think about, you know, we probably ought to talk about that because I, I don't know if you, how often you hear about it, but I, money comes in a lot and it's a, I find it to be a, a really difficult topic to work with. And one that really does wreak havoc on a relationship in part because you can measure it. Mm. It's like one of the only things that you can measure in a relationship. And so when you can measure it, we can attach value to it and we can, we can then, figure out where our place is in the relationship and 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 it's not true of anything else in 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 the vows for example when they say sickness and in health you can't you can't you don't sort of measure sickness or health i mean hmm. you're aware of it and you don't really measure better and worse but you do measure richer and poorer you know mm-hmm. richer and for mm-hmm. poorer yeah and mathematically statistically when you get married one of you gets richer and one of you gets poorer if you have interesting i've never <laughs> thought of it that way i mean that just happens <laughs> Yeah, or unless, it of course, you don't. I mean, unless of course you keep your money separate, and I think that's right. That's another piece of the puzzle that I think makes working with couples really challenging is when they do yeah. keep their money separate. So I don't know. I thought we could talk about that today because I'm, I've got lots of opinions, and maybe you can talk me down off the ledge before I, before mm-hmm. I say something I regret. I always <laughs> appreciate appreciate you sharing your opinions. I might not appreciate your opinions, but I, I appreciate you sharing them. But. I I do find it interesting to understand how everybody seems to organize their finances in their relationship. And I 
I actually just, I was at the playground the other day and I was intentionally trying to overhear a conversation between three moms talking about finances. That's called eavesdropping. Eavesdropping? Yeah. I'm very, I'm very good at it. I am a really, really good listener as a therapist (laughs) (laughs) when people know I'm listening or not. Um, And I happen to know you're a good eavesdropper as well. You have a habit of that. Oh, In public locations. Jacqueline and Jameson. (laughs) Yeah. I love those guys. <laughs> uh, so, so wait, can I tell this story? Can I just talk about you this can, story real please, quick? Go um, for it. So a couple of years ago, Laura and I were trying to get something done because we were working together and I was at uh, my, my office, which is a pub here in town. <laughs> and, um, and she was at her office, which was an actual office. And I, at the table next to me was this couple, Jacqueline and Jameson. And I could not help but just get drawn into their entire conversation. And so mm-hmm. I literally, we were on, uh, what was it? Instant messenger or something. And I yeah. was texting the entire thing. I was just like, <laughs> I was like, and then she said, and then he said, and then he just said, and she just said, and basically it was this clandestine like meeting. I and mean, it was like a kind of an, almost like a, a date, but they weren't mm-hmm. dating because, because, mm-hmm. because she had to go meet somebody, right? She had to go meet her boyfriend. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. I got to go. I got to go meet. <laughs> My boyfriend. <laughs> I was stunned. Oh uh, well, the best part was that you found that uh, that whole transcript, basically, of you writing out their whole entire conversation, and then you resent it to me just like, as a, a memory, like a flashback. Hey, like look at what ago. we were. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, look at what we were doing three years ago when I was eavesdropping. Okay, All well, right, let's so get back at the playground. On topic. You're at the playground. You're listening to these three moms. Yeah, talk, talk about. about Money. And one of the moms had basically said that her entire budget, it was her budget. It wasn't the family budget. It was her um, budget that was doing all of the shopping. And I always find it so interesting how couples will organize themselves. So uh, what I think I had heard is that he covers the mortgage and then she does food. And it's hard for her because the food flux, there's a flux in food, but the mortgage is the same every single month. And so she was complaining about how it's so easy for him to just, even though it's more money um, every month going toward the mortgage, it's something that is pretty easy to plan for. And I was just thinking about how couples around me have organized themselves. I have couples that will both pay. They'll pay um, and each person will say, hey, can you run my card this time for the session? And they've been married 25 years and mm-hmm. they have two cards on file and they want to make sure that it's equal of who's paying for couples therapy. Um, boy, that's always an interesting conversation of who pays for couples therapy. Yeah. Isn't yeah, yeah. that? Yeah. yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, I, 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 the way that we do our finances, we have everything together and everything just kind of gets pooled. And for the most part, I am the one that's paying all of the bills and paying attention to where the money's going. And, um, but we do have kind of have a little bit of a divide where he does all of the savings and manages 401ks and all of that. I don't even know if we have a 401k, but if we had one, <laughs> he would, be he would know about, he would be in charge yeah. of it and he would know about it. Yeah. But, um, tell me, I mean, how do you and Rebecca do your finances? We're pretty much the same. I mean, I, and I think that's the piece of it, right? I mean, I just, I, I think my philosophy of relationships and marriage in particular is that when you say I'm all in with you, that means you're all in. You're all in in mm-hmm. all the ways. And mm-hmm. I, I, I don't, I don't want to criticize how people manage their money, but I do think it again, it's one of those places where when we start to say, well, you get this and I get that and I'll take this and you'll take that and I'll take that. 
it's it ceased it necessarily interrupts the we-ness in it mm-hmm. um i mean it just takes the we part out and it turns into me and me and i think that um i, I just think it's hard it's hard to work with in that way so i mm-hmm. i don't i don't um you know ultimately i think money is two things right it's it's math which is really really easy to manage you know if you spend right. less than you make you're doing good. If you spend more than you make, you're not doing that great. Um, and that's, I mean, that's just the way math works. And yeah. the other thing is, it's meaning, right? It's loaded with meaning and it has something, it says something about you. It says something about what you value. It says something about what you are interested in, what you want, what your dreams are, what your goals are. And I think that um, if couples can can at least be aligned at the meaning level, then maybe the math is a little bit easier, but often they're just not. And that's where I think it's really, really challenging. Okay. So if you're a person that's listening and they're saying, okay, Zach, I'm willing to get on on board. How do I get in line on the meaning piece of finances? I mean, I think first of all, you have to understand what it means to you. You know, right. what does money mean? What does money mean yeah. to me? And what is the story of money for me? Where does it come yeah. Did I come from? You know, Rebecca and I come from two really different uh, sort of origin stories when it comes to money. I uh, mm-hmm. she came from a lot, lot of wealth, and I didn't. I came from, you know, I had my first job when I was probably thirteen years old, and and mm-hmm. really worked nonstop since then. And and so, you know, yeah. we have had to understand. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. That we just come from two really different places and and neither one of those places is healthy but we're we're truly truly trying to understand how it works and then i that's just been a, some soul searching right and i think once you understand what it is for you then then you have to understand what it is with and for the for the other and for mm-hmm. the couple right because mm-hmm. um okay so i have a question i uh-huh. i i get that i think ryan and i are very similar i, I did not come from means and he was comfortable growing up and when we first started dating, we were both strapped for cash. And what that did was that kicked my hoarding into overdrive. I hoarded as much money as I possibly could. I would hide it from him Um, and not hide it like in a vindictive way. I would literally just sort of, um, I remember one day I pulled out of a, this was my habit growing up was I would, I would hide money. I literally would. I remember losing a sock of money when I was probably about 12 years old. It was probably a a sock of $20, but it was a really big deal to me. And I have continued to do that. And I think that's because my mom also did that was if you don't see it, you don't know it's there and you just sort of like store it away. 
squirrel it away, hide it. And I would love to surprise him one day and just say, look what I have. And I would open up this sock drawer and there'd be $500 in cash. Um, and I kind of have a habit of doing that. But um, that was hard. When, when times were tough, we had more conflict around money. And then when times were not as tough, there wasn't as much conflict because it wasn't stirring up these old familiar feelings for me of not having enough. Mm-hmm. And feeling like I needed to store it away. Um, and so we're kind of in a comfortable place, but I feel like finances really gets to people when there isn't enough finances. Well, of I course. Like I mean, that puts an extra piece reveal. of well, it puts an extra piece of strain on the relationship. I mean, anytime you can't sort of fund your lifestyle or you're overwhelmed by debt or you can't, you know, you can't get out of some trouble, then that does add stress to the relationship. I thought you were going to say something else, which is that finances become problematic when, 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 when cracks in the relationship get revealed because, Mm. because then I'm start to think about how do I protect mine? How do I take care of my future? Mm -hmm. And, 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 and essentially future possibly without you, you know, um, yeah, what am you I had mentioned something earlier when you were talking about uh, a couple that comes in and they have their finances separate and they're protecting their finances. It's this is mine. This is what I make. And you had said something that I don't usually think about, which is people are thinking of the relationship with an end in mind and wanting or to- Or at least with an escape clause, right? Or ba- uh, like, right. Uh, like a backdoor that they have available. Um, yeah. Or a backdoor that they don't have available. I mean, again, if you're the um, if you're not the earner- in the relationship um, and you see a lot of women, right. And that's sort of, we talked about traditional relationships before. If you're not the earner, right. you stay home with the kids and you, you add all this value. That's not about income. You know, sometimes you begin to feel trapped and there's no way out for you because what am I going to do for it for money? Yeah. You know, I've and seen so, it. I have seen it. I mean, it's very true. So I think ultimately the work of couples therapy or, and particularly around, money is the work of trust building. It's really the work of saying, mm. I am, I, I, I can trust you with everything. I trust you with my body. I trust you with my emotional state. I trust you with right. my finances. Yeah. Um, and I think that's where you have to understand the story of finances for you because it's, sometimes it's actually really almost impossible to trust you with your finances because you have a spending addiction, a shopping addiction. Sure. Um, sometimes it's hard to, or you have a gambling problem or you have a what, and that's a little bit of a different conversation, but I just really want to help find that way that couples can go. Um, it doesn't matter what we're talking about. I am all in and I am right. not protecting against uh, an exit strategy, which mm-hmm. our sample size is not exactly the right sample size because <laughs> generally we're talking about couples in distress. But I do think that if they're going to get better, it's going to be about reinforcing this notion of trust. Um Mm, in, you know, it's interesting. I have, I'm, I'm thinking about that. Just if you have a couple and they have decided they've chosen not to blend their finances, they keep them separate. They have found ways to navigate that. It's not a conflict at all. It's not. They, they figured it out a long time ago how to do separate and have it be okay. But what I hear you saying is that there's a trust factor that is missing, which means that the depth of that relationship is not as deep as it possibly could be because they're holding back on trusting one another with finances. I don't know. I mean, I think that couple that you just described, um, I've seen them too. And it's, 
Yeah. They they trust each other. They trust each other not to be um that 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 their strategy around money isn't a hedging strategy. It's just a mm-hmm. uh, you talked a little bit about you know, what if you're just independent? What if you just want to Yeah. Um, you just you want to be able to buy $50 worth of mascara and yeah. not have your partner say what the hell. Yeah. It's mascara. Yeah. I think the thing that often makes it tough is when especially when there's a disparity between what each partner believes they add to the relationship. Mm-hmm. So if 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 I think I'm adding more because I'm earning more. Right. And so I'm wielding that in a way that is um, damaging to the relationship, then mm-hmm. it is, da- well, of course it's damaging. But if I'm, if I think that me earning the money makes me more valuable than you. Right. Then, then it, then money becomes this, like, what are the, what is it? It's not, it's not money is the root of all evil. It's the love of money. That's the root of all evil, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know? And it's sort well, of it that seems thing. like it's, it's a contempt. It's putting yourself above your partner that I'm better than you because I'm an, a higher earner than you. Mm-hmm. There's a, I just saw something come across and it's an, it was just an article, but it said moms are spending now 90 hours uh, a work week. That's their work week is 90 mm-hmm. hours. Mm-hmm. I believe it. I totally believe it. Yeah. And it's having that conversation of the value that you're placing um, and if it's an egalitarian relationship, if it's, if it's, this is what I'm doing and this is what you're doing and this is the values that we're placing on it and money plays into that, the amount of money that we're able to make, but also the things that we're doing for the household and raising the children, whatever it might be. But gosh, um, so I'm going to use my search engine right now to, to are you? up the salary of a mom. Salary of a mom. Okay. You do that. So I, I will wrap up while you're looking that up. It just the idea is I, I'm going to say that I don't care how couples manage their money. The thing that matters to me is that they understand for each person understands why, why they feel comfortable holding on to their own money or contributing separately. And then also having that conversation about expectations of what they're expecting their partner to contribute, what they expect from the relationship and how money plays into it. And if those two are clear and you're both in agreement or you're both in a yes, yes, then move on. Do it however you want to do it. Separate, together, um, stipend, whatever. Yeah, What'd I mean, I find? don't think it says that the, I found a, like a, what do they call those things? Infographic? Uh-huh. Um, like the, the average salary of a stay-at-home mom juggling 94 and a half hours of work a week yep. is $112,000. Excellent. How much is she getting paid an hour? Not very much. Uh, she gets a base salary of $37,000 and overtime of $75,000. <laughs> they give her overtime. Yeah. Oh, that's great. No, um yeah, no, I'm in agreement with you. I don't think the strategy is the most important. The mathematical strategy is not the most important. Mm-hmm. The meaning mm-hmm. strategy is really really critical. And if right. money is a thing that is creating differentiation or creating mistrust or creating imbalance of especially of power which is a theme yeah. i think i'm learning i come back to then um then it's a problem and it's it um i i definitely think a hundred percent you should have somebody speaking into your life about the math whether that's a financial advisor or um well it's called a financial advisor um <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah. So that you can, so that you can really uh, remove some of those questions and and replace them with questions about 
who are we? How do we build trust? How do we use money to achieve our goals together right. um, and protect the relationship from the love of money or protect the relationship from the stress of money? Because that's really mm-hmm. critical. I think the other thing too that's important is that money changes. The value that we place on money changes and we change as human beings. And I have seen, uh, we we have done a couple of different formats, but whatever you find that works for you, that is not going to work for you 20 years from now. So I would say just keep coming back to the the format that you chose and see if it's still working for both of you. Because if one person starts to feel resentful or they feel like it's not working for them, then you have to reevaluate the situation and and swap it up. It's not a set it and forget it type of thing. Yeah, that's correct. It's not a set it and forget it. <laughs> I was trying to yes, um, yeah, man. I have so many, so many things just sort of floating through my head about this. Maybe we should come back and do another episode on, yeah, on 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 money and 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 particularly on the economies of value in a relationship because I think that's an interesting one too. Can I can I just say that one of my favorite things that I did was back in the day um, I got my hands on Financial Peace, which is Dave Ramsey's program, and it was like I don't know seven years ago. And we were really struggling financially um, about that time. And simply having this outsider point of view that had some kind of a blueprint that we both could latch onto, that neither of us, we both had sort of our, our own ideas and our own comfort level from growing up and how our parents handled finances and our own traumas related to money. And it was just really nice to have an outsider blueprint to follow and say, this sounds like it makes sense to me. I I would like to just try this. Let's just see how it goes. And it really brought us closer together because we had we had a goal in mind that we were working through. So that's this is brought to you by Financial Peace, Dave Ramsey. We'll cut this off for now and we'll come back. We'll come back on the next podcast with a new topic and maybe we'll do a part two version for money. <laughs> Um, yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, so now it's my turn to go to the gym. Um, good. And maybe I'll find a, find somebody to take a photo with. And Oh, will you please take a photo at the gym? Flex. I'm going with Rebecca. So maybe I will. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Take a okay. photo. Send it my way. All right. All right. Take it easy. Bye. Bye. Hey, thanks so much for listening to episode 22 of marriage therapy radio. We were talking about why money matters in relationships And money matters to Zach and myself as well, because we have a goal of being able to continue to do what we're doing with Marriage Therapy Radio, which is putting out interesting content, um, research, science behind what really makes relationships work. And really, we're just trying to help couples have a better relationship today than they had yesterday. And we would love it if you could help join in our uh, quest at being able to help couples. Our goal is to be able to raise $500 a month. And we have a Patreon page that we've set up. You can reach it by going to our website, marriagetherapyradio.com. And we have a tab that says Patreon. And from there, you can donate $2 a month, $5 a month, $10 a month. We've even had a few people be very generous and donate $25 a month. And we're not quite to our goal yet. So we would love if you would stop by and show us a little bit of love. But more importantly, thank you so much for the time and energy and love that you're showing to your own relationship making today's relationship better than it was yesterday. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. 
Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.